Today, I wanna to look at an AI writing tool called Journalist AI. I think it's got some promise. There's some things I like about it. There's some things that I don't like about it, but I wanted to do this video just so you can get an idea of whether this tool is something that makes sense for you. So this is the homepage for Journalist AI. It's tryjournalist.com. And I think the interesting thing about this product is the fact that it does auto blogging and it does some really good integrations. So you can integrate with WordPress, Wix, Ghost. I use Ghost, so I was interested in that integration. A Shopify. It does a blogger integration. I don't know who's using blogger nowadays, but it does have that integration if you need it. It has a Webflow integration and a Zapier integration. So it does have more integrations than most of the AI writers that I've seen out there. And the thing with autoblogging is it does automatic posting. What I mean by that is you can set up this tool so it will automatically generate a post, like one post a day, and then integrate with your blog and publish to your blog. So there are ways to do that. Today, what I'm going to do is just run through how you would write an article with the tool. I'm not going to delve deep into the auto-blogging piece, but I think this is the unique feature of the tool, is the capability for it to just generate posts on a scheduled basis and then automatically publish out to your website. This, I think, would be really useful if you have a business. For example, let's say you sell cookware and you have your e-commerce website and you'd like to generate blog posts about cooking so you're pointing people back to your e-commerce site and you don't want to actually create a new post every day, you know, a one-off post and then publish it to the site. This way you could give the tool 50 different keywords and it would generate a post off of each keyword and then automatically publish in a time period that you set up. So if you want two posts a day or one post a day, whatever, you can do that with this tool. Let's go ahead and jump over into the interface. And what I like about Journalist is I think it has one of the cleanest interfaces of any of the tools that I've seen. You first go ahead and configure your post. There is something called a preset. Basically a preset is you go through this whole configuration and set it up and save it and it gets reused time after time. So if you have a specific way that you want to publish your blogs and influence the content, that's what the presets do. To get started, you have to put in your base information. There's ways that you can generate a post. You can generate it based on a context description like you see here. You can do it based on a title. If you're gonna set this up for autoblogging, you'd have 25 titles in here for 25 different articles. So it can autoblog those for you. You can also do it with a set of keywords. My experience is when I've tried to do this with keywords, most of the time it's been pretty spot on with the articles. There's been a few where it's gone off track. I like to set up an article using the description generation mode. In this case, I went ahead, I found this long tail keyword using a new tool that I really like, keywords people use. Um, I really enjoy finding long tail keywords with this tool. I'm gonna have some videos on this tool in the near future. And then of course, I use Neuron Writer for my SEO optimization. The keyword that we're writing about in this case is going to be how long does it take for a blog to get traffic? I wanna go over to Journalist and add this context description. So I'm gonna do that now. 
I wrote, how long does it take for a new blog to start getting traffic from Google? What are the key things a new blog must do to start generating traffic? What is the Google sandbox and how does it affect a new blog? You to put a question mark in there. What are some of the key ranking factors, domain age, posting frequency, backlink profile, etc., that determine if a new blog gets Google search engine traffic? So you really want to be careful that you put in a clear, concise context description so journalist knows what to write about. And then we go to the content section. And this is simply, you know, we're telling it what language we want to write in. Do we have a target country? In this case, I'm going to say the United States. You can determine the creativity of the article. So, you know, I just leave it right in the middle. I don't want it super creative. So it goes off track. And I do want it to be as factual as possible. So I just leave it right in the middle. Tone of voice, I'm going to go with informal. Point of view, it's set. By default for automatic, I'm going to say third person. Now, this is important. So custom instructions apply to each paragraph in the article. They don't affect the headings. And so what I would write here is I'm concerned about readability. I'm going to ask it to write at a ninth grade reading level. So I've done that. The next piece is the knowledge section. And again, this is what I like about the interface. It's got this very straightforward workflow. It just takes you step by step through everything that you need to do. Now, the one thing I will point out, you may be wondering, where do I insert these keywords, these key phrases like basic and extended keywords and phrases from Neuron Writer? And in the case of journalist, it does not have a place for you to do that. But we will run it through Neuron Writer to see what kind of SEO optimization score it gets. But again, it doesn't have that feature. I've talked to the developer about it. That, but I just wanted to mention that because that's what makes it somewhat different than some of the other tools that we've worked with. You know, I really like SEO writing.ai and Koala Writer, and I've been using Agility Writer as well. And they all give you the option of entering keywords and key phrases. I think that's pretty important. It does help direct the article. So I'd like to see that in this tool as well. Under knowledge, yes, we want to connect to the web. Knowledge base is something that is an advanced feature of the tool. I'm not going to go into it right now. Formatting, I'm going to go ahead and have it bold, important keywords. I'm going to use italics, tables, and quotes. So I'll do that. So with structure, they do have this option of adding your website where it will add a heading and a call to action pointing back to your website, which could be a good thing. You may want to use that. In this case, I'm not adding it. I want key takeaways. I want a conclusion. I'm going to leave FAQs enabled for now. I would set your article size to large. I found some of the articles to be too short, in my opinion. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to have it auto-generate the headlines. There is not a place for me to put my own outline in at this point. So from an internal linking standpoint, this is a very cool feature. I don't like to have to search around in my website and find the correct internal links. In this case, if I add my sitemap, it goes through, searches my sitemap, and finds other posts that I've written that are closely aligned with this one, and then put in internal links back to those pages. I really like that feature. That's a smart feature. Link density, you can determine how many links that you want per section. This also is going to affect your external links. I just have it set at a lower density. You don't need, you know, 15 internal links back to your site, but three or four would be good at least in a post. External linking, you have to add the links. So 
I'm not doing it in this case just for the sake of time, but you could go in and you could put in page URLs and anchor text that you want to use for links back to other sites that are dealing with this particular topic as well. So you can either do these manually by adding links manually, or you can just have it do it automatically. If you do automatic, you can also add some website source URLs. For now, I'm just going to leave it as is. So images, I don't entirely understand the stock image, Google image, and custom image. Let's say you have a set of images that you like to use for your website. You could upload those and it'll pull from your own images. If you have a bunch of images that you've taken of products and so on. So for example, if you were an e-commerce site and you were writing about particular products on your site, it could pull from images that you've already taken. That's my understanding when I went through the tool. I don't understand about Google and custom images. In this case, I'm just going to go with a stable diffusion AI image. That's a credit. So we decided to use a long article. So that took a credit. The stable diffusion AI image is going to take a credit and it takes a credit to write an article. So this is a three credit article. That's important to know. Image prompting. I'm not going to put an image prompt in, but you can. Probably would be good to direct that image. I'm enabling feature image. So you can have in article images as well. I'm going to enable that. The last piece is the video piece. I'm just going to have it automate this piece where it's going to include YouTube videos that are similar to my topic and add those into the article. So then when you're done, you just click generate. So now it goes into article generation. So now it's generating an article. It says this can take a few minutes. So I'm going to pause the video. We'll come back and look at the article when it's complete. All right, it's completed the article. It's called Unlocking the Timeline Strategies for Gaining Google Traffic to Your New Blog. It has this nice table of contents. We can see what it's created. So gives you some key takeaways, understanding the Google Sandbox, optimizing your blog for search engines, content strategy for organic traffic, social media integration for blog traffic, monitoring, analyzing traffic data, conclusion in an FAQ. So here we go. Sort of scroll through here. You can see some of the images. Now, what I really like about this tool is Journalist really creates these well-formatted, very nice-looking blog posts. I particularly like these little, I guess, for lack of a better term, they're like pull quotes. I think it just makes the whole article a lot more readable and more interesting. Sort of pulls out these key facts that are important. So far, it looks good. There's something from Neil Patel about getting blog traffic. He's an expert in SEO and building your blog traffic. This is nice. The AI image actually spelled SEO correctly. Sometimes AI images have problems with spelling. We use stable diffusion, so just remember that. As we scroll through, it's just a very nice looking article. I mean, this AI image is okay. It's not great, but it's there and it's, it's usable. I don't know if I'd pull it out. Social media integration, this is great. It shows Facebook, it shows X, it shows a variety of other tools, Pinterest, so I like that. And then under the uh, monitoring and analyzing traffic data, it gives a graph that's representative of the particular piece of content it wrote about. It's got a nice conclusion. It's not too long. And then we go into frequently asked questions. I'd like to pull it over to Neuron Writer and just see how, how it scores out. Even though we didn't add 
keywords from NeuronWriter. I'm just curious to see, based on pulling this information from the SERPs and putting this article together, I'm curious about the score. We're going to look at it in Hemingway as well, because I'd like to see what the readability score is. And then we'll drop it in Grammarly, get a Grammarly score and get a plagiarism score to round out this review of the tool. We'll take a look at the pricing and talk about, you know, who, who's this tool made for? And is it something that you want to add to your arsenal? Uh, as soon as I get this copied, we're going to jump over into NeuronWriter. Let's go ahead and copy this, drop it in. Now, the one thing that I need to do is get the H1. Let me grab that because that's going to be important. That makes a lot of difference in the score. I have the H1, drop that in. We're at a 51. We're shooting for a 76. As I look through, there are a variety of basic terms that weren't used. These would all add at least a point to the scoring. As we look through the extended terms, it did capture some of the extended terms, but not, you know, as many as I would hope to see. And, and of course, if we were able to add the keywords directly from NeuronWriter uh, and po put those into journalists so they would be become part of the article, I think that would make a big difference. So now we're in Hemingway. And remember, I did ask it to write at the ninth grade level. So let's see how, how well it did at that. And actually, it wrote at a grade seven level. So readability, very easy readability. In fact, only 13 of 316 sentences are very hard to read. I do like that. And I've noticed that with all of the articles that I've written, when I've directed it to write at a specific grade level, it's either written at that grade level or even a lower one. Let's look at Grammarly. Let's see what the score is there. It has a score of 86. I'd probably make a few changes to try to get it up to a 90, uh, but 86 is a good starting point. And let's take a look at the plagiarism score. Yeah, this is good. 2% plagiarism score. That's really good. I mean, this thing's ready to publish right away. Like with any article that's written by AI, you want to read through it. You want to make sure that it's factual, that it makes sense, but it's doing great from a readability standpoint. I want to just jump back over to NeuronWriter very quickly and see what happens if we do this. Let's go ahead and delete the FAQ section. And we're going to go ahead and go into the writing tools. And I'm going to have NeuronWriter create an FAQ with unused terms and see if that'll pump up the score a little bit. We're going to go with an the neutral tone of voice. I'm going to generate this FAQ in GPT-4, say write for me. It takes a few seconds to do this. I've went ahead and had NeuronWriter generate the FAQ. And when it does that, what it's really trying to do is it's trying to go in, it's trying to use more of these terms that weren't used when the article was written originally. And as you can see, the scores jumped up to a 66. We're still not up to a 76. 76 is the highest of all selected competitors. And on average, in the top 10, you're at a 66, which is better than than most. That would help with your SEO optimization scores. If we jump back over to journalist, let's go ahead and look at a couple other things. You can see where any you can go in and look at all articles. That's going to show you all the articles that you've written. I didn't have a lot of credits, so I could only write a few articles to test out this writer. It's got presets. The presets I talked about, so if you're going to use their auto-blogging tool and you were going to generate 15 blog posts over 30 days, you'd have a preset that you would use for that. The knowledge base is where you can upload documents, videos, websites, and any information to create a knowledge knowledge base. 
And then when journalist AI goes to generate those articles through autoblogging, it will access that knowledge base of information and use that to influence the article and what it looks like when it's completed. The custom images, again, this is a feature that's only available in the ultimate plan. We're going to look at the plans here in a second, but this is where you can upload your own images and use them across your articles. Autoblogging, same thing with a new autoblog. If you start one up, you can give it a name, weekly cake recipes, for example. You can have a preset for that particular type of blog post. And then you can set them up so it's writing, in this case, for example, one blog post every day or every six hours or every month, however you want to set that up and have it blog automatically. And then if you had a Shopify site, you could send it to Shopify, you could send it to a Zapier integration, you could send it to Ghost, WordPress, whatever. And here's where you would send, set up your integrations. They have something called indexers. An indexer is a service that will continuously submit those auto-blogged articles to Google for indexing. That's available in a business plan. We're going to look at the plans here in a second. They have something called publications and keyword monitors as well. I'm not going to go into those. There's some social media automation. There's some link building automation. And so let's go ahead and just look at the subscriptions. So you have an idea what it's going to cost to use the tool. I will say right off the bat, if you're going to use this tool and you're going to use it long term, definitely go with the build yearly. It's 40% off. Now, if you're if this tool looks intriguing to you, what you might want to do to start off with is just try it out for a month and see if you like the tool. Now, it gets quite a bit more expensive when you do a monthly plan. So sort of that entry level plan is at 99 a month. I think that's where a lot of solo bloggers would come in at. Let's say you have a couple of domains and you want to set up some auto blogging capability. You can create up to two auto blogs. You can connect to web. You can use in article images. So stable diffusion, for example, or Dolly three, it's got the YouTube videos, internal and external linking. So 150 credits. Now, how many articles could you get per month with 150 credits? If the average article that you create is going to be roughly three to four credits, you're looking at anywhere from 30 to 40 articles per month at $99 a month. This becomes much cheaper if you go to a build yearly plan. You're at $59 a month. But then, of course, you're locked into a tool for a full year. That's why I suggest trying it out for a month and see if it works for you. The biggest drawback for me is the fact that I cannot enter my own keywords at this point. And the reason I say that is I like to check out my SEO optimization scores in Neuron Writer. I'd like to get the keywords that I want to have used in an article from Neuron Writer. And you may use Surfer SEO or Phrase or another tool and want to do the same thing. That is a feature that I wish it had. Uh, now, there are some business plans in an ultimate plan. I would say a business plan, you know, it's got five auto blogs five knowledge bases. So this would be for somebody that has multiple domains that they're managing and they want to write a lot of blog posts for them and they want to have them automatically generated. You'd need to go with a business plan so you have enough credits to support those five different auto blogs. And then if you go in at an ultimate plan, you're looking at unlimited auto blogs, unlimited knowledge bases, pretty much everything that you would need to you know, manage auto-blogging capability for 
you know, 10 or 15 domains, for example. But most of us will be over in this first plan here. Again, I say try it out for a month, see how things rank for you. Just because you cannot enter your keywords doesn't mean you can't do like I did, which was develop this article and then use, you know, the FAQ with unused terms and Neuron Writer to pull a lot more of these keywords into an article. I'm sure there's some tweaking that could be done to the H1 to boost the score. But anyway, this is Journalist. I hope that you found this to be uh, an interesting tool to look at. I think the interface is really nice. It's got one of the nicest interfaces I've seen for any of the AI writers. I really like the readability scores. I like the formatting of the articles as well. So it's got a lot of pros. It's got a couple of cons. There's a link in the description. You can go try it out if you want to. It does allow you to write some articles for free. So you could try it out, see if it works for you, see what you think. So I hope you found this useful and interesting. Until next time, take care.